Greetings to all of you, my friends. You know, in recent months, there's been much dialogue leading to a serious debate regarding the practice of whether or not to administer communion to pro-choice Catholic politicians. And certainly many media outlets were reporting that the vote during the June Bishop's Assembly on the drafting of a teaching document on the meaning of the Eucharist in the life of the church was meant to be a justification to deny communion to all Catholic politicians who are not aligned with Catholic teaching, especially when it comes to the, um, the issue of abortion. Well, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has stated that it was not up for debate, uh, for debate to vote on banning politicians from receiving the Eucharist, nor was there going to be a national policy withholding communion from politicians, regardless of whether they hold office, public office or not. The purpose of this teaching document comes from a major concern regarding declining mass attendance, as well as the declining belief and understanding of the Eucharist among the Catholic faithful. Your 2019 Pew report reveals that only about 30% of U.S. Catholics believe in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. So creating such a document also is part of the bishop's strategic plan for 2021 to 2024 and will serve as a foundation for a multi-year Eucharistic revival project. It's a major national effort to reignite Eucharistic faith in our country. And we also know that less than 25% of Catholics in the United States attend the celebration of the Eucharist on a regular basis. And these percentages are far worse in, in European countries. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to have an impact on mass participation across the country. Just for example, in the Diocese of Saginaw, the mass count taken in May, this past May, indicates that more than 9,000 people have yet retur to return to mass when compared to pre-COVID times, over 9,000 people. And one could ask, well, what has gone wrong? Well, I think it's a, too complex of an issue to address here, but every family knows of people who no longer regularly attend mass or who have fallen away from the Catholic faith altogether. Understanding the Eucharist leads to a personal encounter with love itself. In the words of the late Archbishop Fulton Sheen, the greatest love story of all time is contained in a tiny white host. And once you understand the Eucharist, you can never leave the church, not because the church won't let you, but because your heart, your heart won't let you. You know, these words by an unknown author reveal the very heart of the great mystery we celebrate in the Eucharist. The greatest event in human history flows from the depth of the Father's love for us in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So in giving away his Son, the Father's only and deepest desire was and is to have a relationship with those whom he has called his own. That's each and every one of us. As the mystical body of Christ in our Catholic communities, each week we gather to experience this reality in the celebration of the Most Holy Eucharist. Far from being merely an event that we attend, it is here. It is here in this sacramental moment 
where each one of us is drawn into this great mystery of love. Because sin has entered into the world, humanity has fallen far from God's graces, keeping us from that original holiness and thus subjecting us to eternal death. But our Catholic faith proclaims a good news and gives us an answer of hope that death does not have the last word. God's compassion toward us and his mercy are infinite. And God has proved his love for us. In the words of St. Paul in his letter to the Romans, he said, while we were still sinners, Christ was sent into the world by the Father to die for us. So how much more then, since we are now justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath? So through this death and resurrection, through his death on the cross, Jesus presented to the Father in heaven his perfect homage and obedience as reparation for humanity's disobedience and sin. Jesus offered himself on the cross for each one of us, fulfilling his own words. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Christ's complete act of charity towards humanity allows you and me, all of us, the opportunity to reestablish an authentic relationship with the Lord and grow towards that original holiness. This saving action of Jesus Christ is represented each time the Eucharist is celebrated. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us it is Christ himself, the eternal priest of the new covenant who acting through the ministry of the priest offers the Eucharistic sacrifice. And it is the same Christ really present under the species of bread and wine who is the offering of the Eucharistic sacrifice. The Church Fathers of the Second Vatican Council proclaim that the Eucharistic sacrifice is the source and the summit of the Christian life. It's the source and summit of the Christian life. The Church draws her very life from the Eucharist. And all the other sacraments and all the works of the Church flow from and are directed toward this great mystery. The Church's mission, our mission, flows from the mission of Jesus Christ. As John said in his gospel, as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. So from the Eucharist, the church draws her spiritual power and then is sent on mission to go therefore and make disciples. The Eucharist comes to be both the source and the summit of all evangelization, since its goal is the communion of mankind with Christ and in him with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Our union with Jesus Christ in the Eucharist is both a gift and a grace, makes it possible for us in him to embrace fully his mission of love and mercy. Friends, when you and I, when we come to understand this great mystery celebrated in the Eucharist and participate fully each time we gather, our lives will never be the same and we come to understand more deeply the Father's love for us in Christ Jesus. Our desire for spiritual union with the Lord deepens. Our sacrificial love intensifies and expands. Our aspiration to serve the Lord grows 
These are the very fruits of our Holy Communion. So my dear brothers and sisters, you know, I've often thought of how the Lord Jesus desires to bring us individually and communally deeper into this love relationship. When we deeply encounter love, we are transformed by it and we become like the lover. So as the shepherd of the Diocese of Saginaw, I long, I long to help others come to know and experience Jesus in a more personal and life-changing way, especially through the celebration of the Sunday Mass. So I invite those who have yet to return to the celebration of the Eucharist to do so. Not for my sake, but for yours. Your eternal life depends upon it. The Holy Eucharist is the Church's greatest treasure. The Holy Eucharist is to our spiritual life what food and water are for our physical life. So if our spiritual life is not attended to, our faith can become like smolding cinders or embers, weakened by sin and secularism. So it must be reawakened, fanned into flame. We must help Christians to encounter once again this Jesus, especially those who have left the church. By giving the Eucharist the prominence it deserves in our lives, we show that we are attentive to the importance of the greatness of this gift Jesus has left us. The Holy Eucharist brings us into communion with him, enabling you and me to live with him in the life of the Trinity and to not only be transformed by this love, but with him to transform the world through our lives made holy by this union. Friends, we must remember that we are never alone because through the humble signs of bread and wine changed into his body and blood, Christ walks beside us as our food for the journey, strengthening us to become for everyone witnesses of love and hope for the world. And finally, let us not forget Mary, the mother of the Eucharist. So we ask her to intercede for us and assist us in meeting her son in the Eucharist. So every time we approach Jesus and the holy sacrifice of the Mass, we turn to her as well, who received the lifeless body of her Son, and so received Christ's sacrifice for the whole Church. In her, the world is renewed in Christ's love. So Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, pray for us. May God bless you all.